Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You want to skip steps to get to where God wants you to go. So that's what we're going to learn throughout this series. But in a more serious matter, if you avoid apologizing, you will skip years of speaking to one who hurts you instead of making it right. So all in all, we've been who we are, like I said, oftentimes we'll try to skip steps and we'll try to skip processes to get to things faster. However, I want you to remember tonight that the fast route is not always the free route. Let me say it one more time. The fast route is not always the free route. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming in again on the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Shekana Elder, and I'm super excited for the word that's coming forth tonight. So if you would, get comfortable, grab you a seat, a little snack, and stay tuned. All right, so tonight I have something special for you tonight. We're going to start a new series. And the name of this series is called Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Today is going to be part one. So the title of part one today is going to be, It's Hurting Me but it's helping me. It's hurting me, but it's helping me. So throughout this series, the goal is for us to target necessary pains that we will encounter as we elevate our walk with Christ. Are you ready? Well, let's dive in. All right. So oftentimes we as people, we as humans, we been in our flesh. We want things quick and a hurry. We want it fast. We want it as soon as we, we want it. As soon as we want it, we want it in that moment. We want God to bless us. When we say it, we want God to move. We want him to move. We want it to happen in our time. But throughout this series, like I said, I want you to learn that there's some things we have to go through, we have to encounter to grow and where God's taking us in this path. Amen. All right. So if we can bypass hurt, if we can bypass hurdles, if we can bypass pain and process, if we can speed it up, we surely would. Let me give you a few examples. If you're 37 years old, pushing 40 and you're not married yet, but you're ready to get married, you will speed up the talking process to go ahead and take care of business. If you're really, really, really hungry and you want something quick, you will skip over the refrigerator full of groceries and go right and get something quick, some fast food. Another example that we're all guilty of this, I know that I am. If your shirt is wrinkly, you will skip past that well-working iron. The iron works well. I mean, it's a really good iron, but you skip past that and put that shirt in the dryer because you want things quick. You want it fast. You want to skip steps to get to where God wants you to go. So that's what we're going to learn throughout this series. But in a more serious matter, if you avoid apologizing, you will skip years of speaking to one who hurts you instead of making it right. So all in all, we've been who we are. Like I said, oftentimes we'll try to skip steps and we'll try to skip processes to get to things faster. However, I want you to remember tonight that the fast route is not always the free route. Let me say it one more time. The fast route is not always the free route. There comes a fee when you want it fast. There comes a fee when you want it fast. For those who love express shipping, to get that the package within two to three days versus 14 days, you got to pay extra for express shipping. There's a fee when you want it fast. For those who, who like to, you know, go out and do little things here and there, you'll take valet parking instead of driving 15 minutes around the parking lot, you'll pay valet parking to get to the building faster. There's a fee when you want it fast. And for those who like to eat their food before it cools off, you want to hurry and eat that food. 
can't even taste the food. You're hurrying trying to eat that food while it's hot. Well, you're gonna pay a fee, you're gonna burn your tongue. There's a fee when you want it fast. So let's admit it. Waiting, processes, steps, it's not easy, nor it's always fun. Especially when the process is hurting you. But I want you to understand throughout this series, it's necessary. You cannot get around it, but you can get through it with Jesus. Amen. All right. So tonight I have three points for you. The first point I want to cover tonight is release to receive, release to receive. Now the word release, it means to let go. The word receive, it means to accept. So when you think about the word release, a lot of times we think that, hmm, well, God, I let go of that bad relationship. I left her. I left him. God, I stopped hanging out with that bad crowd. and I'm not doing those things anymore. God, I left that toxic job. But God is talking about not the things that's in your hand, but the things that's in your heart. God is saying, I want you to release the things that you're not talking about. Yes, you let go of her. You let go of him. You let go of those things. But the residue that's still remaining in your heart, God is saying, I want you to release those things. I'm going to give you a few scriptures on how you can do that. So God wants you to release what's not in your hand, but what is in your heart. Release to receive. So the first scripture I want to cover tonight is Ephesians 4 and 31 and 32, coming from the NLV. And it reads, put out of your life all these things, bad feelings about other people, Anger, temper, loud talk, bad talk, which hurts other people and bad feelings, which hurt other people. You must be kind to each other. Think of each other. Forgive other people just as God forgave you because of Christ's death on the cross. Now, this scripture is very clear and it's telling us God is telling us to let go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let go of all of the anger, let go of all of the unforgiveness, let go of all of the, the things out of your heart that is disturbing your peace. God is saying, let go of all the bitter, let go of all the darkness things in your life. Amen. And also it goes on and says, forgive as Christ forgave you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'll admit there's a lot of things in, that I have done that no one will ever know about except for me and God. And I'm so glad that he forgave me. So in the same aspect of your life, think about it. If God can forgive you for the, the, the foulest thing you have done, God is saying that same aspect, you should forgive as well. Amen. Another scripture I want to cover tonight with release to receive is 1 John 1 and 9, reading from the NKJV. And it reads, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, this scripture, once again, is very clear. God is telling us to go tell Jesus. Go tell Jesus. Go tell Jesus. Yes, God, I'm angry. Yes, God, I'm hurt. Yes, God, I'm tired of them lying on me. Yes, God, I did this. Yes, God, I did that. God is saying, go confess and go tell on yourself. But he didn't say you have to go and tell your business to everybody around you. He said, go, go confess to Jesus. You can go to him and tell him about it. Amen. And also, another part of the scripture that really got me was where it says, he's faithful to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, if you look at this, this scripture is like a, a three part. Confess to God, he forgives you, and he cleanses you. Now, the only thing that we're required to do is to confess, but God will take care of the rest. All right? So it's a package deal. All God is, all God is telling you to do is to go to him and confess, and he'll handle the rest. Amen? It's really simple. All right? And so... Some of you are probably asking, so let me ask the question for you. Well, Shekana, why must there be a cleansing after I admit my wrongs? Is admitting not enough? Well, my answer to you will be another question to answer that question. Have you ever seen something washed but not clean? Or have you ever seen something fixed but it wasn't quite working? 
Let me give you a, a brief example. Have you ever been out somewhere with, at the restaurant with your family and your friends and you have dishes in front of you, you're eating off your tray and you're like, hmm, this, this fork, they say it's washed, but I, I, I don't think it's clean. Or for those that are parents, you have a teenage little boy, he's going through adolescence. You tell him to go take a shower, you went out, been outside all day, go take you a shower. And so when it's time for work, I mean, excuse me, when it's time for bed, you put him in a bed to give him a kiss and you're like, I thought you had a bath. Well, yeah, mama, I rinsed off, I, I got in there. Well, a mother would say, well, you wash, but you ain't clean. So in this scripture, God is telling us that he does not only want to just wash us, but he wants to cleanse us. He wants to purify us from all the things that we can't, that we can't see, the things that we think is gone. God wants to come in with his power and not just wash us, but clean us, cleanse us. Amen. Isn't that a powerful thing? That he wants to cleanse us from all the things that we cannot see. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So. One more scripture that I want to cover with this part tonight is Psalms 51 and 10, read from the NLV, and it says, Make a clean heart in me, O God. Give me a new spirit that will not be moved. Basically, this scripture is saying, like I've been saying with this point, we have to release, we have to release, we have to release. We have to release all things that we are holding on to so that we can receive what God has for us. So constantly ask God, God created me a clean heart. God clean me, God, the things I can't even see, the things I can't even feel, I think it's gone, but it may not be. God created us a clean heart, amen? All right, so my second point for tonight is gonna be when it's ripe, it's right. When it's ripe, it's right. Now the word ripe, it means ready and fully matured. The word right, it means acceptable and good. So let me just give you a little story. When I was a little girl, um, I would go to the grocery store with my mom. And when she got down the aisle with the fruits and the vegetables, my mom, she never would just go and pick it up and throw it in the buggy. When she got to a, a certain fruit or a certain vegetable, she would get to that thing and she would look. She would pick up the one that she wants. She would look at it. She would touch it. She would feel it. And that very thing, if it's not right, she'll put it back and find something else. But once she got the right one, she took it and she moved forward. So in that same aspect, I want you to understand what when it's ripe, it is right for our lives. In that same token, God is saying, I know that you're ready, you're excited, and you want these things to be bestowed upon your life. You're ready to get the blessings, the promises. You want to hold these things in your hand. But God is saying, if it's not ripe, if you are not ready, I cannot give that thing to you. So you must wait on the Lord. So when it's ripe, it is ripe. So let me go on. The first scripture I want to cover tonight with this point is Galatians 6 and 9. It's a very popular scripture. Galatians 6 and 9. And it says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Now, with this scripture, it's very clear. God is saying, don't grow weary, son. Don't grow weary, daughter, because in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. So I want to inspire you tonight. I want to motivate you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight. Those of you that are watching all around the world, don't pass out before the promise. Don't let the enemy take you out. Don't get tired of doing the right and the righteous thing. Do not stop digging and pressing. Keep doing what you got to do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Now, let me just give you a, a quick little example here. Um, for those that have been pregnant before, mothers, or those that know about pregnancy, you never hear a mother go to the doctor or the hospital and she's like, well, doctor, um, I know that it says that I'm due in nine months, I'm at month four, but I'm so excited for this child to come out. Can you take him out right now? Like right now, this very second. I know I have like a few months left, but can you do it right now? You don't hear mothers say that because if that child comes at three months versus his nine months, 
you will encounter this thing called premature. And when things are premature, it's not in its full state of maturity and it can't really fully do what it has to do. It's not doing the things it's supposed to be doing because it's not fully mature. So in that same aspect with this point, with the scripture, I want you to realize that when you are ready, God will release. When you are ready, God will release. God will birth the very thing that's inside of you. God will allow that thing to come forth into your life. So just wait on the Lord. Somebody say wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord because in due season, you, you shall reap if you faint not. So just hang on. Amen. His time is always the best time. All right. So another scripture I want to cover tonight with this point is Psalms 27 and 14. And it reads, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So I want to tell you again tonight, wait, my friend, wait, my brother, wait, my sister, wait, my son, wait, my daughter. God is saying, wait on the Lord and stay of good courage. Keep having a good attitude. I know you're tired. I know you want to throw in the towel. I know you're sick of seeing everybody around you get blessed. But God is saying your time is coming. Just wait on the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And he will strengthen you. Wait, 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 because God waiting on his time is always worth the wait. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Another scripture that I want to cover tonight with this point, which is going to be my last scripture for this point, is Isaiah 45 and 2. And it reads, this is God speaking. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bar of iron. Now, this scripture, again, is very clear. Jesus is telling us, I will go ahead of you and make every place that's crooked, I'm going to make it straight for you. However, oftentimes what we do as individuals, if we feel like God's not moving fast enough, we'll go ahead and take this position before God says take this position. We'll go ahead and join this church before God says join this church. We'll go ahead and do things out of order because God's moving too slow for us. But God has scripture right here in Isaiah 45 and 2. He says that I will go ahead of you and make the crooked places straight. So if we're going ahead of Jesus before he gets there, Guess what? You're walking into a place that's crooked, baby. And when it's crooked, it's not straight. And things not aligned the way it's supposed to be. So God is saying, I will go ahead of you and make the crooked places straight. So just calm down, relax, breathe, and just let God go ahead of you. Isn't it a wonderful thing for you to sit back and just wait? I know it's tiring, but I'd rather sit here and wait for God to go ahead of me and straighten it out for me than me go inside of the midst of the mess and I don't know what to do. So just wait on the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. So God is saying, I'll go before you before you get there. God is saying, I will go before you before you enter. God is saying, I will go before you before you even arrive. Amen. And make the crooked places straight. He will go ahead of you and clean up the house before the guest comes. He will go ahead of you and prepare that table for you in the presence of your enemies. He will go ahead of you and he will arrange the deal on the car lot. For those looking for a car, God is saying, if you just come down for a second and just relax and breathe, I will go ahead of you. Before you even get there, the deal will already be arranged just for you. The one that I have for you. Amen. God is saying, I'll go ahead of you and put the fire out before you even get there. So you can just walk through and not have one cent of smoke on your clothes. God is saying, if you just calm down, I will fight the battle for you. I will go ahead of you and I will claim victory. So when you arrive on the scene, all you got to do is just be there and smile. Amen. Show your beautiful teeth and smell. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So all in all at this point, we must stop trying to go ahead of the one who created the path for us. Stop going ahead of the creator. God, he says, I know the plans that I have for you. My son, my daughter, God knows. So stop going ahead of the one that knows. You don't know. We only see what's down the road, but God sees what's around the corner. So just calm down and relax, my friend. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And one more thing with this point that I feel like it's very important before I go to the next point I want to cover tonight is if God has not sent you there yet, then it's not your time to go. 
for those right now, I don't know what's going on in your life. But if God has not sent you there yet, then it's not your time to go. Just wait on the Lord. And another thing I want to tell you as well, if God has not spoken a word, then you better wait. If God has not spoken a word to you or sent a word forth to you and confirmed it and you know that it's Jesus, you better wait. You do not want to go ahead of God and have to be in a mess, have to fight an unnecessary battle. You can save your energy if you just wait on the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And tonight, my very last point that I want to cover tonight is rest and rejoice. Somebody say rest and rejoice. Thank you, Lord. Now, the word rest, it means relax, slow down, be at ease. And the word rejoice, it means great joy, delight to celebrate. All right. So while you're so while, while um, you are releasing and let go of that darkness, those toxic things, those unrighteous things, those things inside of you. And while God is restoring you and reviving you and, and lifting you up, you ought to be resting and rejoicing. Amen. So with this point, I got a few scriptures for you. The first one I want to cover tonight is Isaiah 40 and 31. And it reads, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now, I want you to take a look at this scripture just very briefly. If you read this scripture, God is is pretty much telling us, it is telling us that God knows that waiting will make you a little tired. Waiting will make you feel drained. When I got to wait in this long line to get what I got to get, I'm tired, so I'm just going to go ahead and go home because I'm tired of waiting. You know how it is? God, this scripture is telling us it's very clear. So God, he's fully aware that waiting, it makes you weak. But also for him knowing that, God also says that while you're waiting, I'm going to renew your strength. I'm going to give you brand new strength. So while you're waiting, I want you to understand and change your perspective that while I'm waiting on God to move, while I'm waiting on God to bless me, while I'm waiting on God to open this door for me, while I'm waiting on God to give me this man or this woman, while I'm waiting on God to do the thing that he has to do for my life, I want you to understand that while you're waiting, you're getting stronger. While you're waiting, your endurance is expanding. While you're waiting, your limp is becoming a leap. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And while you're waiting, your skip is becoming a sprint. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So while you're waiting, God is giving you new strength, new strength, new strength, new strength, strength that you had bigger than the strength you started with. You thought that you was weak to start off with, but God is saying as you wait, you're getting stronger, you're getting stronger. God is saying just wait, wait, wait. Amen? All right, so another scripture I want to cover tonight is Matthew 5, 10 through 12, and it reads, God blesses those who have persecuted, excuse me, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So with this scripture, I want you to understand that for those that feel like there's an attack on every side, that she keeps doing this, he keeps doing that, they keep doing that. I go over here and this is going on. It's just persecution. It's just mess over there, mess over here. But I want you to know tonight that if you're doing what God has called you to do and you're doing the thing that God's called you to do and you're doing and you're suffering for righteousness sake, God, the scripture is telling us to rejoice. Rejoice because it's not about you. You're not going through all this, all that you're going through because of you, but it's because of the God that you serve. It's not you, but whose you belong to. Amen. So count it a joy when they persecute you because it's not because of you. It's because of your father, the one that you serve. It was necessary for Judas to betray Jesus so the assignment could be fulfilled. 
It was necessary for you to sit out for a season. You saw everybody else doing their thing, booming and popping. But it was necessary for you to sit out for a season so you could create a strategy. It was necessary for you to go the longer route. Everybody was getting there so quick and fast. But God is saying it was necessary, my son, my daughter, for you to go the longer route so you could learn. So you could learn. Amen. It was necessary for you to postpone so you could properly plant so you can see prosperity. Amen. It was necessary for you to break. Yes, it hurt me. Yes, she did this. Yes, he did that. My feelings was hurt. My heart is shattered. But it was necessary for you to break so you could break through to something new. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So my last scripture with this point that I want to cover tonight is Philippians 4 and 4. And it reads, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. This scripture repeats the word rejoice twice. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice in the rain. It says always rejoice in the storm. It says rejoice always rejoice in my struggles. It says rejoice always rejoice when I'm in my difficulties. It says rejoice always. It's saying rejoice in the Lord always in the good times and the bad times when it's raining, when the sunshine, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm mad, when I'm frustrated. God is saying rejoice in the Lord always. Amen. Rest and rejoice. Knowing that it's hurting you right now. I know that it's hurting me right now. But it's helping you. It's helping me. It's helping us in the long run. Amen. So in my closing, I want to leave you with this one point. Temporary pain for permanent praise. This is just temporary, my friend. This is temporary, my brother, my sister. You won't be here very much longer, but it's a part of the process. You got to get through it. You cannot go around it but you will get through it with Jesus. Amen. All right. So that's all that I have for y'all tonight with this series we started. And this is the part one. I'm super excited for next week and I hope to see you next week. So I'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer. So if you would close your eyes and bow your heads and do whatever you have to do whenever you pray. And we're just going to go ahead and pray. Father God, Lord, I just want to thank you so much, Lord God, for this day, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord God, for being a sovereign God, for being a just God, for being a way maker, a light in the darkness. And God, I just want to thank you so much, Lord God, for allowing this word to come forth, Lord. And I pray, Lord God, for those that are listening right now, Lord God, those that are listening all over the world, Holy Spirit, that this word will touch their heart, it will penetrate their hearts, and it will touch their minds, God, that they will wait on you, Lord God. So right now, God, I speak supernatural strength for those that have been waiting, Lord God. I speak strength right now that you will renew their strength, Lord God. They will mount up like an eagle and soar. They will walk and they will not be weary. They will run and they will not thank God. So right now I speak supernatural strength for those that are waiting. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that we'll hear this word, Lord God, and be not just, Lord God, hearers of it, but doers of it as well. And I just thank you, Lord God, for having your way like you always do, Lord God. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a great God, a wonderful God, a righteous God. And Father God, right now, even in this moment, God, I pray, Lord, that you will give us supernatural faith, Lord God. Give us faith, Lord God. Allow us to have faith, Lord God. Not just faith, Lord God, but give us long faith, God, and give us strong faith, Lord God. Give us a faith that is so strong, Lord God, that when we see things happen, we will still believe in your word, God. And God, give us long faith, Lord God, that as we're waiting, God, our faith will keep on stretching, Lord God, and we will wait on you. So God, we know that this process is necessary. So God, we just thank you for being with us, Lord God, and going ahead of us, making every crooked way straight. We thank you, Lord God, we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And also, I want to also be able right now in this moment to extend an invitation for those who are probably wondering, well, um, I've hear you talk about Jesus, but I don't think that's for me. I, I need to give my life to Christ. So I want to give you the opportunity right now to give your life to Christ. So if you can repeat after me, I believe that God will hear what you're saying with your mouth and you believe with your heart that he's going to do what he has to do for you. Amen. Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and I have sinned. I believe in Jesus, your death and resurrection. 
I confess, Jesus, that you are Lord and Savior. And Father God, right now, Lord, I know that I'm lost and I, I don't quite understand. But Lord, I, I, I want to surrender all right now to you, Lord. God, I give everything to you, everything I've been holding on to, every addiction, every distraction, every person that's been slowing me down. God, I give it to you right now, Lord God. And God, I want to submit to you fully right now that I'll be free. God, I want to be free, God. I want to run with endurance. God, I want to run without any restrictions. God, I want to run with you, Holy Spirit. So God, right now, I give my life to you. And I say yes to you, Lord God, and, and yes to your will and yes to your way. So give me the strength, Lord God, as I endure this journey with you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so that's all that I have for you tonight, and we'll see you next week. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.